You can hustle your way out of the situation you're in right now and make all the things better. The question is, are you willing to do the work to get there? The reason why I put this hustle series together in the middle of building the damn thing, because I know sometimes we get strapped with cash and we just don't know where to turn, what to do and how to do it. We overlook the resources that we have uh, in front of us. And I don't want you to overlook the resource that you have in front of you right now. And the name of the game is an Airbnb. I know this sounds nuts. I have spent, after spending tens of thousands of dollars a year for our company on Airbnbs, I one day decided to try my hand at becoming a host because I wanted to see if the average do the damn thing person could take either a room in their home, a room in someone else's home, or if they could take uh, just some resource that they have access to and win. And the answer was yes. My goal during this time together is, is to make sure that you know that you can hustle and hustle now. This is not just about how to build an Airbnb, but this is from me to you to get your mind right. Uh, and, and for me to get your mind right in a way in which you put yourself in the winning seat consistently. And that starts with learning how to hustle. Here we go. We're going to hustle. We're going to make more money. But more importantly, we're going to keep building. Hey, you. Welcome to Build the Damn Thing. A place where myself, Tiffany Largi, and our amazing Do The Damn Thing coaches show you how to use your story to build it all. Whether it's your first six figures, your next layer of multiple six figures, or maybe you're on your way to a million. And if it's not that, it's the life of your dreams, where you are free, you are strong, and you are whole. First, we're going to show you how to use your story to build a strong foundation, and then next, we're going to show you how to use your story in sales and marketing to clean up the cracks. And last but not least, we're going to show you how to use your story to gather people. Because the uh, truth of the matter is that there's nothing stronger than being connected to people who just understand you as you are where you are so you can stop explaining yourself. I want to remind you that now that you're here, you are home and I officially welcome you to our family. All right, let's get started. So now we say to ourselves, okay, I am going to hustle myself some money in Airbnb. The answer is yes, yes, you are. Yes, you can. In a short period of time, I not only understood the name of the game, but I made a decision to become a connoisseur of how it works. Now, here's the lesson inside of this. And even if you're not listening to this series because you're like, I am going to go open an Airbnb tomorrow, which I am hoping that you do do something in this space. You're going to find out the nuggets and the pieces that are related to just having hustle mentality. Because in some periods of our time, our, our getting out of the situation or getting to our next level is going to require hustle. It's going to require hustle. I don't want you to think like every time I hear one of these wonderful uh, people or supposed gurus or even sometimes when I hear these people online who are like, oh, you don't need to hustle. You just need to you just need to feel your way to it. You need to tell the universe and be intentional and just close your eyes and will it. I'm like, sweet Jesus, save me. No, it's hustle. Do you have to hustle the entire time? No, you don't. But you do need to be in a season of hustle when you know that that's the season in front of you. What season are you in? Now, for me, this idea around me hustling in Airbnb was strictly about me figuring out whether or not the average everyday person right where they were who couldn't who didn't really just um, wake up one day and have the money to go buy a half a million dollar property, turn it into an Airbnb, design it. Da, 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 da. I was like, OK, well, what happens if you can't go buy a half a million dollar property, spend forty thousand dollars on outfitting this thing so it looks so pretty? 
and you just had yourself, your will, your own little insight and the resources around you, could you win? And the answer was yes. Now, I'm going to give you kind of three different ways to think about how you can how you can get into the game of Airbnb. I myself have made thousands of dollars on Airbnb, and today I am a super host. I know, it's so nuts. Now, I have maintained my super host uh, status even though afterwards, after going through this test, trial and error, and uh, Airbnb being two different properties, I actually let go of my Airbnbs. Um, because one, because it wasn't the right season for me and to, for me to keep it up. I really did it as a test for about uh, 18 months. So that way I could figure out and see. Now I've made thousands of dollars on Airbnb. I have outfitted a, a place. I have also fitted it myself. So I've done both and, and understand it well. Um, and I'll tell you a little bit about my properties, but they were located too far from me at the time from where I wanted to keep, you know, keeping my head in. So therefore, that's the reason why I took a break. At some point, if it's not at the time that we're listening to this um, or right after, I am going to be putting up a property or two because it's so easy to do. And it is just a, it's another stream of revenue, but it's also a hustle. In this aspect, instead of treating it like a revenue stream for the person who can make the investment, I'm talking to the person who can't, who doesn't think they can make the investment, and it is a hustle because you have to do a little bit of legwork and get yourself dirty, but if you are willing to do it, you can stack some cash. Okay, so avenue number one in Airbnb land is um, it's rooted in you having access to a property. You don't have to actually buy the property. I think that's one of the biggest myths out there that you have to buy a property in order for you to get started. You don't. You just need to get access. Right now in your city, you could lease a specific type of an, of an apartment right now and probably walk in with $0 down or maybe just $1,000 um, for a deposit and get access to an Airbnb. You could furnish the entire thing um, either with things that you already have. You could head on to Facebook Marketplace or you could go and buy everything brand new at West Elm. Either way, number one, you can lease an apartment that already exists. Number two, you could take the back house that you have, a room in your house, and you can Airbnb that as well. The third thing is you can look for other people, look to other people. This episode is going to be short because I'm going to tell you really quickly what exactly you can do Like, because I want to get your mind thinking about the thing you have right now. The cool thing about and before I get to the third one, cool thing about Airbnb is you don't even have to have money to get started. Like you can open up account, you can tell them that you're a host, and then right after the host, they're going to ask you to describe your property. They're going to ask you a bunch of questions about your property, like how many bedrooms does it have? Is it does it have a pool? Is it pool safe? Um, do, you know, are there cooking things inside? And then last but not least, they're going to ask you for pictures. That's really about it. There's not a lot of rules as to, oh, well, it has to have this size of a couch or you have to have this many things in the kitchen or you have to have this type of a bedroom. I don't want to say that Airbnb doesn't care, but they definitely are like, eh. They definitely are like, you know what, as long as it's, you know, there are four good walls and you can lock the door. You know, I've been in Airbnbs where locking the door wasn't even a criteria in these streets. But I'm going to say this. Airbnb does a great job of making it easy for the end user to get in the game and put their property up. It also makes it, it really easy that if you put up something and you don't describe it as it is, it protects the customer from having to be stuck in a place that doesn't suit their needs based on the price point or the amount of money they want to spend. 
I love Airbnb as a consumer because it has allowed me to stay and travel in places and stay in some of the dopest arenas and have a comfortable trip versus being in a hotel. And today, you know, as I look back on a, as a super host, um, one of the things for me was making a decision to just ask myself, what kind of a criteria, what kind of a comfort level would I have? Like, like, how could I make people comfortable like I've been comfortable? And that's how I started designing. I just started looking around my room. Now, in both of my Airbnbs, I never hired a designer. Um, my kids helped me big time with the second one. We just kind of did it together. We went around the city and got furniture and put it in. Um, and in the first one, I got a place, I leased a place that was halfway already furnished. So I only needed to bring some other things. It was uh, amazing. And um, either way, though, I won and I won ridiculously. And I'm saying this to you because I know for a fact that you might be intimidated um, in the process of stacking cash in that way and putting yourself out there. But I do want you to know, I want you to have the confidence, one, that I've done it, but two, that you could set up an account in the next 48 hours and get started. Now, the third way, the third way of really um, getting into Airbnb. So first I talked about going and leasing a space that's not where you live and putting it up, right? The second, I talked about using a spare room um, inside of the home that you do live in, which for some people like, Tiffany, are you serious? The answer is yes. Airbnb vets the person who is renting and they vet the person who is um, doing the rent, who's providing the space. So Airbnb vets both people and not that it's completely, you know, um, nothing is perfect. But I'll tell you from experience and being an Airbnb member for at least, I don't know, six years, I've probably spent well over $80,000. Maybe, you know, if I had to bet, I've probably given Airbnb over $100,000 myself as the customer, um, but, but not for myself, for, you know, uh, for our company. Um, I would say this, that I feel very confident in them, who they have vetted and my ability to get a partner or help or support if something goes wrong. And I have had a situation or two on both sides where something went wrong and Airbnb was amazing in responding customer support, getting into my situation and figuring out the best course of action. So I really do um, applaud them as a partner. Now, this last piece of this puzzle for us is like, what do I do on the third? So the third one's a little different. It's tricky because everybody could get started on this right now because it's really less invasive and or it doesn't take as much time. Now, I'm going to save the person's name out of respect, but one of the people who helped me get my arms around mentally Airbnb in general, they did a a combination of something really fascinating. And I watched her master this and I was like, oh, people are missing out. So she had an amazing space um, in the center of a city, in the downtown of a city. And what she would do is she just rented out her own space. So she would sleep in her space until um, she would sleep in her space until someone rented it for those couple of days. And then she would head to a friend's house. She would head to a friend's house where she had an established relationship. She'd come over, be one with this friend. And then she would be like, "Okay, well, I'm going to stay here Friday through Saturday or such and such. Or she had a backup place that she stayed in because she knew that her main home was amazing. Or maybe even, you know, I don't know where else she stayed, but I could imagine her staying in a hostel. I could imagine her taking that time to travel and go see a family member. Like you could do so much with it. But I think the key, what I want to stress to you is that she used her own home and or her own um, condo 
and she made it Airbnb-able, meaning she listed it. And as soon as someone booked, she had like a suitcase. She packed up her most personal things in the suitcase. She locked everything else behind a closet door because you can do that. You can take like a closet in your home, put bolts on it, and put all of your personal, personal things in there. And if you can find a way to live like that, oh, can you imagine? You pay $2,000 a month for a place that you lease. And then you're able to make four to $6,000 a month. Yes, you could figure it out. Do the math with me. If you, if you lease an apartment right now and you do two to 6000 I mean, you, you're spending $2,000, $2,200 a month, something like that. You make anywhere from five to $6,000 a month and you can clear $2,000 a month after paying for where you live, after paying for where you live and its expenses and you make an additional $24,000, think about it right now. Even if you didn't do this the whole year, let's say you just took a quarter. Let's say you were like, you know what? In the month of uh, February and March, I'm going to be traveling. I'm going to be seeing such and such. I'm going to go see my family members. You know, I'm going to be out of town a lot anyways. Why not take advantage of the fact that you're going to be out of town anyways? Why not take advantage of the fact that you are going to be out anyways? You know, in the summer, I've always wanted to go stay with my brother in Cape Cod. You know, I really want to go stay on the beach. Don't just leave your place. Airbnb, it. get creative. Take all of your personal papers, put them in a filing cabinet, lock them up behind a door. All you have to do to do this is change the lock. Like this thing is so easy. Change the lock on a closet door. Stick all your personal things inside of it. Lock that bad boy up. Do not leave the key and, and leave out of there. Like, make the money. Airbnb is one of the most overlooked, easy-to-get-in hustles that exist right now that I have personally done, so I'm teaching you from experience. And not only have I made tens of thousands of dollars, I am a super host. And so in that by itself, it's like I know exactly how to keep the customer happy, I know how to create great check-ins. Now, I don't want you to paint the picture and think I'm perfect. I'm sure that someone else will come along and say, oh, but Divinity, you could have done it this way. Yeah, okay. But it doesn't change the fact that I have won. And at this moment, I'm going to teach you what I have won in because not only have I opened or do have I had a property, I've had two properties. I've had a condo and I've had a standalone home where I've used the same exact method. Both of them were me leasing the space. So I did not use my own residence just so that you have context for what did I do? Which ones did I go down? I leased a space. One was a huge home. I believe it had four bedrooms. It was a couple of floors and it was amazing. And um, and that was a little bit outside. It was not in the center of a city or in the center of a downtown. The other one was. Both of them were awesome and fantastic experiences and they gave me a wealth of resources. Now, clearly... You would think that you could charge more money for one or the other. I don't know if there's really a clear answer as to which is better. I do know that the bigger the property, like if you have a property that's two to three bedrooms, like like a family like mine, we could get by with two to three bedrooms. But if it's a one bedroom like my first place, that's kind of tough that you're going to omit a certain type of a person who's traveling. And um, and so that was that's it. It's more getting a clear idea for what kind of people that you want to rent to. I love I loved renting to families or people who were doing a getaway. And, um, and and because I had really strict rules in place, it, it allowed me to set up parameters so that way I didn't have free-for-alls inside of there. I really had people who were taking care of my property. I had people I could communicate and jive with. And then more importantly, they paid ahead of time. They don't pay me directly. They pay, pay Airbnb. Airbnb takes their cut. And then you know what they do? They deposit the rest of that dough right into your account. Are you hearing me? 
We could get started in these streets. Like, we could make something happen. My number one goal is for you to make something happen. My number one goal is for you to have confidence as you're building the damn thing and to use this concept as a yes. Tell me which one you're going to choose. Ask me the question. Stalk me somewhere. Send in a note. Inside of the collective, we have a bigger training on this. The collective is really a great place for you to just get your head right in terms of building your dream, doing the damn thing now, and being relentless in its pursuit. All right. So I love you to pieces. And more importantly, I'm really I'm really hoping that you get started and down and dirty inside of what's possible. You've got this. I hope that episode was amazing for you and you are closer to building the damn thing. I can't wait to hear what your thoughts were, what part you loved, and the action that you're going to go take because the truth of the matter is that the person who wins is not the person who gets there first. It's the person who takes action first. Now, I've got a gift for you and it is at www.strackedhustle.com. It is imperative that you run there and you see all types of goodies, starting with the seven must-haves that you've got to put when telling your story. There is so much deliciousness awaiting for you. I would love nothing more than for you to go ahead and give us a thumbs up and a five-star review on not just this episode, but this entire series of how do you build the damn thing. Like always, if there's anything that we can do to make your weekday or month better, please let us know. And more importantly, I can't wait to see you live. Whether it's at Do The Damn Thing Live or in one of our communities, or maybe you're just hanging out with us on social media. What I know to be true is that I am meant to connect with you somewhere. And I can't wait for that day to happen. And more importantly, I can't wait to see what you built. 